Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. My name is Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. Hello. And my name is Anana Moon. Welcome. So this episode is um, how we became friends. Because this show is about mediumship. And I needed to find a medium. That's how you came to me first. That's right. Is yeah. looking for a mediumship session. All right. Yeah. So, um, um, so I have so many questions about this. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Um, because first of all, um, you know, you always hear, uh, "I'm going to go see a psychic." So, okay, a psychic. I'm going to go see a psychic. And then when I read your website, it says intuitive medium. So, <laughs> nowhere in there does it say psychic. <laughs> I'll have to go back and look. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I mean, you refer to yourself as an intuitive medium. Yes. So, not a psychic, I don't believe. Right. So, what is the difference? Well, let's just take the intuitive part. Um, to be intuitive is the same thing as being psychic. Um, if I were just talking about psychic experiences and what kind of tools I use to access a, a psychic ability, it would be the same as intuitive, saying I'm intuitive. So um, the reason you, you might look around the Internet, you might look at workshops, you might look at events where there are people who are psychic or intuitive is that... Over time, what became... Now, let me stop for a moment and say um, that um, no offense to those who use the word psychic. Psychic um, is a... no Being a psychic is a noble tradition. It's ancient. Um, but it started to be synonymous with the places you drive by and there's a hand out in the yard or in a window that says psychic or psychic read readings. And those are the people, unfortunately, there are many of them, not all, but many, who um, were charlatans or who were just taking people for their money. And I always think of when I hear the the, the word psychic sometimes, yes. I think of that, ep that scene in Wizard of Oz. Where Dorothy goes to the psychic to with the, the crystal ball. And oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> right, you're right. And he was a charlatan and he yeah. was taking money. Um, but um, <clears throat> those who are intuitive or are psychic who wanted to do this legitimately, there came a period where it became better to say you were intuitive. Same skills, same processes. Um, but feeling like it was legitimized by having a word that was different than psychic. And some people, so some people call themselves intuitives, um, and yet others continue to use the word psychic and say, well, let's elevate that again. Let's lift that back up. Yeah. And that would be true um, of 
other other studies and practices too. You know, witches may be called by other names, but um, which is a time-honored tradition as well and yes. study and practice. And so... It's um, a healer. Oh, yes, it is. It means one who knows. So let's elevate that. So it depends on what you want to be called. So it's almost po- like political correctness to not be called to be called intuitive <laughs> now. I Why, mean, thank <laughs> you so much. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So let's... Um, so I was saying politically correct, politically correct, <laughs> it would be intuitive. Um, but there isn't anything wrong to be called a psychic. And then no. you were saying and it kind of partially it depends, you know, what crowd you're running in yeah. when when other psychics are around or when I'm I teach intuitive development. So when I'm teaching, I do it. I interchange psychic and intuitive and I let them know they can choose whatever they want to be called that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But um, for a very long time, I've been considered an intuitive, um, which in some ways also, for me, encompasses what I do with energetic healing, with Reiki. And um, I use my intuitive skills to teach meditation, which was the very first thing I did. So it became more practical to talk about being intuitive. People say, well, how did you know? <laughs> While you're teaching me meditation, how did you know that about me? How did you know this thing or that thing? It's, it was in sitting in silence, deep silence, that, uh, that I believe anyway, anyone's intuition can expand and grow. And um, so it was as it was in the process of using my intuitive skills where it... Um, just became easier to be called that than a psychic. And then what came in my story, if I may, um, was that I started as a meditation teacher. And then I went on this long metaphysical journey. It's just one thing unfolded into the next, into the next by my interest and by what was helping me grow and heal and, um, find my way in life, I went into energetic healing after a past life regression, a series actually of a series of past life regressions, my hands heated up, something about that made me think that had to do with healing. Something happened in the past life regression, which took me to a time when I was that a healer, um, Um, a woman connected to other women in a priestesshood, if you will, because I certainly at that time didn't understand any of that, but led it led me to a place um, of understanding I had all kinds of abilities, but that was in some ancient past life. Um, but when my hands heated up, I went into looking at healing, and then I went into looking at shamanism, which certainly brings in your intuitive abilities um, with your groundedness, with your meditative, the meditative practices, um, with healing also. And then as I was going along and I, I, I studied the tarot, and that's where everything just really expanded as far as using psychic ability and more. Because as I learned the cards, 
all those symbols just started to make sense to me. Hmm. And it wasn't just the symbols on the cards, but it was what I was hearing. I was sensing inside. My feelings were expanding. And with the feelings expanding, I was able to read people even more. And um, I was sitting there one day reading for a woman, and I said, and by the way, I see an aunt. I see someone. She's not your mother. It feels like an aunt. And she's behind you, and she's telling me about certain experiences. And the woman nodded, and I just, all I did was go out on a limb. And honestly, that's what you have to do. You have to yeah. risk being wrong in order to be correct about what you're seeing and what you're getting. But I was telling her just what I was sensing. And then she said, yes, you are absolutely correct. And that's my great aunt. Oh. I couldn't get that, but I could get that it oh, was an aunt. aunt. And that... Um, and that they had always been close and they shared these particular experiences. And um, and she said, so you're a medium too. And I said, what's that? Because <laughs> I that did not know at question. that point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, but also I had been, I'm going to throw one in, but we don't have to discuss this today. There was also channeling of guides around people. So that was the reason I brought up the ant because... I was understanding that this woman that came in was trying to help. This woman in spirit came in to help the client in front of me. So the but me- that was me- mediumship. That's medium. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So intuitive mediumship, you uh, have a way of helping people intuitively. But the medium part is when the medium the- part is when a spirit comes in that is related to you. Ah. They have passed over, they've died, they've passed on, and they um, they are near us. They, they, our family are still our family on the other side. This, this topic of mediumship actually brings so much with it because also there is a prefacing what is spirit. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's another part of it. that's that's more maybe the more important layer of it in this reg- at least in this regard where mediumship is concerned um when when we talk about spirit there is an anatomy of the spirit there is what's called the soul or the soul self which is considered a spark of infinitesimal being that has consciousness it has intelligence it's the in india they call it the atma atma Mm -hmm. so let's stop with that just for a moment because the word atom comes from the original word out of india out of sanskrit is atma which means the infinitesimal or the the whole being within a small point of light the greeks picked in time, (laughs) the Greeks picked up on that and called it atmos, which was the indivisible being. And then since we know that science, most scientific terms come from Greece, the atom is what it finally became, which again is the indivisible being comprised of certain parts, you know, the neutron, the electron, the proton. So 
and and more now actually the quark etc <laughs> i don't past okay. that i don't know anymore <laughs> so that's just was my fascination in, in what i'd remembered from school from college and then coming forward into this that indeed the soul itself has parts um Ancient yoga would talk about the fact that there is an infinitesimal being. There's the um, auric or astral being. There are the chakras. And all of those combined together are what you leave. When you leave a body, you leave with and what you come in with to lifetime to lifetime. And if you that's what, I, what I, I love when I talk to um, the people in my life who are spiritual, who are metaphysical, because they marry the spirituality with science. Yes. Um, I, many, many people in yoga um, would say they're kind of waiting for science to catch up because <laughs> every time science discovers something, there's already a spiritual equivalent to it very often, like this. And in it just this, in, in this way, and it clicks in. And lo and behold, so many scientists now um, understand the spiritual. I don't know how many. I, there, I used to work at a science foundation, and there were so many. There were so many scientists who said, you know, I think I understand what you're talking about. Or I, I ask questions. They don't always come, you know, come and say something to me, um, but I'm the one asking questions. And and they'll say, you know, that makes so much sense to what we're doing, or they've already taken it on, and so they just keep it to themselves, basically. Um, but I'm certainly not, I, I wouldn't want to, you know, definitively equivocate science with spirituality. They, there's a lot of difference, one of them being it has to be in a physical form to be scientific. There has to be empiricism. But um, we go on another wavelength and set of criteria. But I do know a lot of intelligent um, scientific people who are very spiritual at the same time. And usually, you know, in, in... you just you figure that that's separated, but it's it's not. I think, but it's it not. I th- actually think, yeah. <laughs> more and more, they're going yeah. hand in hand. So, if we are beings of spirit and um, we are intelligent, and the understanding in mediumship is that when you leave a lifetime, you still carry with you your memories and your knowledge, your experiences, your knowledge of your family members, and so forth. And that they are just on the other side. They're over a, you know, sometimes it's called a veil, um, but they're on the other side. Um, there is a possibility to communicate with them. And that possibility is called mediumship. And there's even a religious factor to it called spiritualism. Mm. And spiritualism. Is, in, is indeed the spiritual science or technology um, of, of proving that there is life after death. Okay. And it actually, if you even want to know this, yes. <laughs> even, it, um, there, there were some practices of spiritualism in Europe, but in the United States it would have started and um, 
had its biggest explosion in the late 1800s with the Fox sisters and their experience yeah. um, east <laughs> in the east um, of, um, of they started a series, they, they discovered that under their home was knocking going on. And they started experiencing that they could ask questions by, by wow. knocks, answer, answer, you know, to to a someone. They didn't know who the someone was, but that that it kept coming, it kept coming up this knocking that was going on, Ooh. and um, they were doing something like I, I don't fully remember all of this and should have looked at it a little more <laughs> beforehand but it was like it was like two raps for yes and one for no and um they were getting questions answered about who this was and in time found out that who they thought they were talking to was a man that had gone missing in the era that the man let them know he had gone missing, that he was killed, and that that's who was under their house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. And it exploded in the news. Um, talk about sensationalism of their time. They were accused of so many things that at uh. some point they rescinded their story and said, no, that never happened. But then later on, they said, well, yes, it did. So... You you know, call it as you will, something was going on. But that's not, and so something, saying something was going on was not only in the United States, um, but spiritualism itself was exploding and talking to the dead or th- cases of paranormal experiences all over the place, turn of the century, and, you know, end of the 1800s, end of the turn of the century, end of the 20s. Um, so there's I there mean, was more, but it was about all of it has been about how are we connected to spirit and that which is not physical, actually. But I think I mean, and obviously, it's we've always wanted, we've always humans always had the need to what happens when we die? Mm-hmm. What do is there? You know, life after death. So, you know, uh, like the way I I became familiar with spiritualism was reading clan of the cave bear hmm. um it just it, it, i have not read clan of the oh, cave bear good it's very good well i loved it it changed my mm. life literally literally changed my life i will read the clan of the cave bear <laughs> but the i mean and the 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 girl was the the medicine woman and that's how um it it just shamanism made, shamanism mm. and it just made sense to me that she was able to user intuition that if there was a woman who was sick because of um childbirth you know here's the right herbs to mm-hmm. to give her and it was passed down passed down passed down so um so yeah so basically we have had intuition intuitives throughout the ages it's just it's been called different things and one question would be can it be passed down not only by from grandmother to mother to daughter to that person to that daughter or could it also be that it's being passed on from spirit into the person and their experience here on earth that they are picking up information 
from spirit to use in the current physical world. So using their intuition and spirit helping them out. Yes. And and I think we've we've you and I. I believe that that as well. That's what I'm saying. That we all have that ability. It's just being open to it. Um, It's being open to it. It's um, not having been wounded around it so that you are more open to it. It's it can be things like your belief system standing, possibly standing in your way or protecting you if that's the way you feel about it. Because a lot of people do use their belief system saying that's keeping them from evil or from hearing spirits or etc. Um, it's it it has to it it all comes down to free will in this regard as to whether you want to open to abilities or not um, and your in fear will hold you back fear will stop you from this kind of communication if you're holding on to those fears hmm. well, that would make sense fear holds you back from many things many things <laughs> yes it does um, so do you think um, so then being a medium an intuitive medium mm-hmm. um, people come to you to speak to their dearly departed or to hear um, they often come in and ask um, to to meet with someone in sometimes in particular or they'll just say it's 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 actually better if they just say I would love to hear from a loved one whoever comes in. Um, The case is that if you come in and ask specifically for someone and say, you know, my, my grandma Martha just passed on and I, I loved her dearly. Can we talk to her? It is quite possible that it will not be Grandma Martha that comes in. Because she may be, not want to come yes, through. Yes, right. Or not ready to for mm-hmm. whatever her reasons are. Or it might not be good for you for whatever uh. that may mean. We don't go into that at all. Um, but the sense is that probably someone will come in, someone accurate and right. We set our intentions high. We're not asking for expectations. Some, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> well, our expectation is that we are setting our intentions high, that someone you love that loves you wants to come in and express in their way how they know you, that they do know you, that they give evidence. It's called evidential mediumship. Ooh, okay. That yeah. they will give you some experience of who they are that helps you know that it's them proof and yes proof evidence proof (laughs) and that and that um and that then sometimes they'll give a message of some kind they'll you know they'll let you know basically they're giving you evidence that they love you and that it is them whoever it may be so you know, Grandma Martha aside, um, you know, it might be her son. It might be a son of hers. It might be oh. um, 
her mother. It might be someone else, though, on the other side who's connected to you as well. Okay. I was going to say, is it just family or is it could it be friends? It can be friends. Okay. But somebody can connected be, to you usually. Can, yeah. In some way. It can be coworkers that you know have passed so on. So it's usually not a complete stranger. No. Okay. No. Um, in terms of channeling, it's not that they're a complete stranger either, but then we're talking about spirit guides and higher higher guides. Uh, but a mediumship reading is that a loved one of some some kind comes in to speak with you and they're they're there just for you in that moment to express what they know about you and that they that they still care, that they're still there. So, and we had, when we were uh, discussing the show, um, I realized that there's two types of readings. So an intuitive reading. Yes. So that would be, tell me about my love life. Tell me me if I'm going to get that gig. Because I I never come to you to ask you about my love life. Yeah. Why did, why did that accident happen? Am I going on this cruise later on? Um, Does he love me? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Will I get a cat? (laughs) So that's an intuitive reading. I always find that kind of question interesting. Like, will I get a cat? Or something was like, will you? Is what I always say. I, that's, again, free will. You know, there's really, that is not how to get your best reading <laughs> by asking those questions. That's true. <laughs> right. Am I having steak tomorrow night? I'm like, are, are you? you? Where, where are you going for it? The grocery store has a sale. Go for it. <laughs> I saw in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you could see that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I read the newspaper. <laughs> it's because fun. there are questions that are worthwhile asking, and there are clearly questions yeah. that are that are not. You Th- know, they want to. Yeah, they they want to. I'd say stump you, and it's like okay. <laughs> well, sometimes they want to stump you, or sometimes they're like, well, you sh- probably can read anything, you right? Should you should yeah. know this. It's but that's. If you think of the universe and all that's that's possible to learn or to know, that's not one of the things that's not on the list of what yeah. what, you, what we need to know about what your choices are. But I can help. What I do in an intuitive reading isn't about the isn't necessarily about the future. Sometimes it is about the past, but in terms of what's going on for you right now and what kind of patterns I see happening for you right now and what um if if you're saying i'm thinking of going forward with this plan it's much it's a much better intuitive session if you're saying something like here's what i'm proposing to do i would like to become president of the united states for instance and the, my question would be to you what are you doing to prepare for that but i could just sit and I could think about it, but again, it's all going to come back to, well, what are you doing to prepare to do that? Have you run for office? Are you, are you even planning to? You can't just sit the, there or and become or person. Or it's the people that oh, say, I'd like, to win, I'd like to win the lottery. 
well, do you buy lottery yeah, tickets? You got to no, play to win. <laughs> no, how am I? How am I going to win without playing? So, well, you're going to have to because that's those are the rules of the physical world. You're going to have to do some things to prepare for getting something done. But if someone comes and says, "I've been trying for the longest time to do something that I want, and it always falls apart, or I'm never, I never get to where I want, and I keep trying." We can intuitively often go in and look at why that's not happening. And it's, uh, to me still even, it's a combination of a, of a being able to just look at you, maybe without knowing your history, a certain common sense, and then a perspective intuitively where information it is it will always be fascinating to me that information just emerges from your energetic field mm. and that's how that's how intuitives just psychics um not adjust about it but psychics read is from your energy field from your aura your life experiences if we're saying that in mediumship spirit's energy tells us things about itself um, clairvoyantly or clairsentiently from our from our gut and our feelings bouncing off of them, then with just you, we can read from you. And the the thing that needs to be known is <laughs> this is maybe five different shows as a matter of fact, but <laughs> five different episodes, but but the um, thing to know is that you don't want to read for someone psychically if you're reading for them mediumistically. You want to oh. read from the spirit that's around you, not you. And there and that can happen to psychics. And it can happen to mediums too, that you have to be careful you're not reading I'm not just oh. reading your energy field, but I'm reading that oh. of the spirit who's come to speak with you, and I'm not ignoring them because we want to give honor to them. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Okay. Right. Right. And then um, uh, to wrap this up for now, but I am mm. we are so touching back on mediumship. <laughs> um, when dealing with um, one of the questions you get, I know, is why doesn't he love me? Or I know he loves me. Why can't he say that? Um, you're dealing with free will. You're dealing with another person, right? Or any yes. other job. I yes. want that job. I see that job. They How many me other that job. people want that job, though, mm-hmm. too? That actually, to me, that's that's just a that's just an important acknowledgement that when I'm looking at, um, I will I will always give it a go, and there there's plenty of times that information comes back to me so i will always share that too so if someone says well just just what's the likelihood of my getting that position um i would be feeling their connection to the business if you want to say it that way this is there's a difference here between a little bit to the the words that I'm saying and the feeling that I'm getting, which has to do not with, well, here, let me just pull the company up next to you and, and, and look at you and see if these two things are melding. It might come up that way, but it there might be something that that expands or contracts 
It's the way I'm feeling it. It's the way I'm feeling it, the way I'm seeing it or sensing it. And that's very personal probably to every every intuitive or psychic. And I look at that, but then I might also see the numbers of people. I might have a sense of the numbers of beings or souls that are also trying to get connected to that position or that company. And in this moment, given the way it is, given the way things are going at that company, who they've talked to, how it's, how it's been set up that the interviews are going, then you will, then I can, I can at least say at this time, it's looking like this. Either you could well be the one to get this position or... Well, there are five of you, and that hasn't been decided yet. And I will say that. I'll say it It really hasn't been decided yet. And that is not my desire to cop out. That's simply what I see. It's not been done yet. Yeah. And also, and even, even too, when everything looks lined up and the client across from me says, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm getting this job, and something in me says... Yes, but you still have some time to go, and we have to see then. Um, but I say, okay, let's go with that. You know that you're getting that job, and then it doesn't happen. Um, it's because things changed in that next 24, 48, 72 hours. It changed. Yeah, like you, you, we talked about this, like the person giving the job might have quit, and somebody else came in like somebody else instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we will definitely revisit this. Um, <laughs> and right. how about let's pick a card? Do you want to pick a card? Ooh. All right. Am I picking? Or are you picking? No, that's oh, go your for deck. It. No, go right ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Just cut the cards. Okay. Ooh. I like it. Okay. I was told to knock. <laughs> oh, before you do that, though, yeah. but that's okay. all right. <laughs> so I'm going to go with work. that one. Wait a second. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, isn't that interesting? Okay. Yeah. So... What we have at this time is the Page of Wands. No, these have been well shuffled, but (laughs) if you recall the last time we got King of Wands, this is Page of Wands. So this little guy, I always want to remind people, there there are pages, there are knights, there are queens, and there are kings. And the um, page... The page is not yet a king, so he's just starting on his journey. And they carry messages. Um, We could even pull one more card, actually. So why don't you do that? But just to tell you, he's fire. He's good luck. He has ambition. He has um, passion and drive. Very interesting. Okay, and so... He's someone who's on his way on his journey. So he has a lot of new experiences coming, things he hasn't tried yet. So if we were talking to someone, I love how this is coming up. If we were talking to someone who's about to go and try out for a kind of job that um, they have not done before, and they, they have taken their classes or they've learned how to become what they want to become, say an accountant. How exciting. But (laughs) (laughs) no offense to accountants (laughs) out there. But but say that they've, you know, they've gone to school, they've done everything, but they've never worked as an accountant. If the page of wands comes up, it says, yes, go out on that journey, but you're still new at it. It may take some time for you to get where you want to get. 
Um, the next card you pulled was the chariot card. It's envisioning um, the person then embodying that position. That position. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to point out to you that it's one of the cards that has the light and shadow in it. Remembering oh. that <laughs> our show's name is Cruising the Light and Shadow. Oh, look at them. Yeah. There are two sphinxes pulling the carriage, and they are beings of higher knowledge and wisdom. One is in shadow and one is in light. And it's saying you have a journey to go out on. So you've got two cards saying it's going to take a while for you to get the position that you want. If if we use the cards, you could say in that in that regard, um, it's not going to tell me exactly what company. No words are here to <laughs> say you know, a particular organization or corporation. There's there's only that someone be with the chariot be devoted to going on that journey that they do have the tools with them to maybe keep honing or polishing the skills, keep going on interviews too, which will hone and polish skills. But the chariot is about taking a journey and being in full consciousness of it and um, and not holding back, but but letting yourself discover all you need to discover. He has, um, on the chariot card... He has, sometimes you'll see a yin and yang symbol or or something that says, that speaks to his consciousness at his third eye to, to also, I would even say to someone, you have to use your own gut instinct or intuition. I never want someone leaning on me as, exactly. a, no. as a psychic. I prefer, if I can, I love for people to leave with some sort of tools that help them feel they have a handle on what's going on and that really they're coming to me for confirmation, confirmation. in many ways yes. as well as some new questions they might want to ask but the suggestion here is that they look within and ask themselves are you doing enough because that would be between the the page of wands and the chariot here how much more do you have to do there's quite a bit more to hmm. go on this journey Interesting. Yeah. So then we have a meditation that we wanted to um, to share that you that you put together for us. Well, this is actually a mantra because one of the things we were we um, were looking at is getting out of your own way and coming to a place of peace within yourself, and it's a mantra. That's used for all kinds of things. If you're if you're grieving, if you're restless, if you're peaceless, to kind of ground and center you, and that's something you want to do if you're using your intuition. If you're just using your, if you're taking your own time out and and preparing yourself for something going forward, um, it's called Ang Sang Waheguru, and it means the dynamic loving energy of the infinite source of all is dancing within every cell of my being. Again, you're saying the dynamic loving energy of the infinite source of all is dancing within every cell of my being. Mm. And um, here is Ang Sang Wahe Guru. Ang sang wahe guru, ang sang wahe guru, ang 
sang wahe guru hang 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 sang wahe guru Hi, this is Anana Moon, and this is Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Um, I wanted to let you know um, one more event that I have coming up. It's called Connecting with Your Spirit Guides. It's going deep into meditation and allowing you to be the one connecting with your guides and receiving messages. It's on Saturday, January 27th. Uh, the time is 630 to 9 p.m. also at Golden Soul Yoga Center. Um, and you can also find the information on my website, inanamoon.com.